0: Welcome to Connecting Healthcare IT. We're so glad that you could join us. I'm Stephanie Whiting from iMethods, and today I'm happy to welcome Jerry Rankin, VP of Operational Informatics at Baylor Scott & White Health, the largest not-for-profit healthcare system in Texas and one of the largest in the United States. Baylor Scott & White includes 52 hospitals, more than 800 patient care sites, uh, more than 7,300 active physicians, and over 49,000 employees, as well as the Baylor Scott & White Health plan. Um, Jerry, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm really glad to be here. Well, this podcast is really about bringing people together to share best practices in healthcare IT. So as a large health system, I'm sure you've learned some interesting lessons and developed some helpful best practices, certainly over the course of the last couple of years, um, that you can share with our audience. One that we've talked about that I find particularly interesting is your recent development of an Epic Efficiency Program for Providers. What made you decide to embark on such an ambitious project?
1: Well, Stephanie, now that we have all of our facilities live on Epic, it was really time for us to start thinking about adoption versus implementation. And as you know, those are two very different things. And so we're like most healthcare systems. We strive to support our providers in ways that help them work more efficiently in the HR, so that they have more time to spend with their patients. And so our goal is to really reduce their admin time, reduce time that they're working after hours. So basically, we really want to improve the lives of our physicians and APPs. That's what our goal is.
0: Well, and that's really the you know the fourth leg of the stool, right? Quality, patient satisfaction cost savings and provider satisfaction. So provider satisfactions continued to remain one of the most elusive goals in healthcare and arguably one of the most important to delivering exceptional quality patient care. So how did you get started with this program?
1: Well, we started with a group of physician subject matter experts, as well as some of our operational leaders to really kind of determine what the issues were and how we could address them. And then we leveraged some of our legacy programs and just built on that. So that's where we started. We also uh, spent some time looking at our signal data within Epic to kind of try to determine where to focus. And then really we just listened to our providers. Uh, They were reaching out for help, they were struggling. And so we just listened to them and worked with them to put this program together.
0: Well, it sounds like you certainly did your homework and brought in all the appropriate stakeholders. So as you consulted with them throughout the health system, what were your next steps
1: in terms of structuring your program? Well, you know, we—it's a constant work in progress. We learn every day, but um, we felt like we really needed to meet providers where they were. So we structured it, presenting different offerings depending on the skill set of the provider, available time, interest. You know, some are interested in in digging deeper, some are not. So we wanted to design it to optimize individual workflows with a minimal time commitment, if that's what they wanted, or give them uh, parts of the program where they could spend more time. So we created multiple ways in which a provider can participate. So I'd like to walk you through those options if that works. Yes, please do. That would be
0: great. Uh, Having concrete examples of how you engage your providers is going to be really important and helpful
1: to our listeners. So um, yes, fire away. Okay, so we have five different parts of our program. So first of all, we have one called uh, the Empower Hour. And what this is, is a virtual one-on-one session with an Epic Efficiency Analyst. And it's designed to really address the personal needs of that provider. So it's one hour, it's virtual. And um, the provider can really do anything they want during that Empower Hour. If they want to build quick actions for their in-basket or if they want to uh, build an order panel, it's just really whatever they want. During COVID, we had actually some providers that uh, set up a virtual one-on-one to just create a COVID note because they know they needed it. They spent that time with the analysts doing it. So this is really um, just designated to help providers where they're at. And if providers really don't know what they want, but know that they want some tips, then they can uh, sign up for an Empower Hour. Secondly, we have what we call iBoosts, and these are short, one, to minute computer-based modules. Some of them are training modules. Some of them are just going over workflows, but they're quick bursts of learning, so they allow providers to get really small increments of quick tools and tricks uh, to help with their daily workflows. Um, and all access to these different parts of the program can be accessed right while they're in hyperspace. So, you know, I had some providers that say, Jerry, I don't have time for an hour. I, I'm busy on my lunch hour. I don't have time for a class. If you just had something short and sweet. So that's what we did to develop this. And we actually use some of the leverage, some of the it's possible videos from Epic, but we put our organizational wrapper around them. And then we also have built some of our own. So those are great for providers who really don't want to designate any time, but they could be in hyperspace and say, wow, I wish I knew something that was quicker for this. They can jump right into a quick, um, quick video that can help them. So the next part of our program is what we call Epic Efficiency Metrics Evaluation. That's a lot of words. But basically, if you're familiar with Epic, that is the signal data, which is the tool that basically shows us Epic log data. So it will show the provider exactly how much time they're spending in the system and where they're spending that. And so we have a like a 20 minute computer based training module that they have to take because it really helps them understand what they're looking at easy to get uh, down a rabbit hole with this data. And so we really try to help them know what they're looking at. It educates the provider on how to understand the data, but then also it helps them compare themselves to their peers and um, even people within the Epic community. Um, One of the really good benefits of this program is not only understanding their data, but also it uh, drives them to other parts of our program. So if they're in uh, their data and they notice that you know, I have twice as amount of time in InBasket than anybody else. Maybe I'll schedule an Empower Hour and get with an analyst and figure that out. Or, you know, maybe I'll jump in and look at a couple of videos around this and things like that. So that's been really beneficial. I think the other thing that's been helpful with that part is that if they uh, see that they can look at it as far as how they compare to people within their clinic. So if they see a provider within their clinic that's doing way better than them, then they can all also work with them so that's been a really good part of that program um the uh, fourth work stream of our program is called accelerate and this is really our legacy program it's what we started with and it's a provider developed and provider-led classroom course that walks uh providers through advanced efficiency tools and shortcuts so the this is more of a traditional full-day class where providers receive at-elbow support. They can make changes within their system. Uh, They get CME and MOC credit for this time. And I should have mentioned our Empower Hours, they also get CME credit. So we've worked really hard to try to get CME credit from most um, areas of our program. But this is a traditional classroom, and it's very well attended. Um, We usually have a waiting list for this. We've developed it over the last couple of years to... um, all regions of our organization. And so that's been helpful as well. So uh, a very popular part of our program. It it also lets the providers get away if they just want to get away for the day. Uh, We have three different modules for ambulatory. We have an inpatient module. Uh, We just launched an ED module and we're working on a surgery module. And so then finally, uh, we have what we call our PEP visits. And these are unique visits to a clinic where our epic efficiency efficiency analysts, excuse me, go in and observe uh, the workflow. And then they, so they shadow the providers and then they spend one-on-one time with them, training them, personalized efficiency recommendations on the spot. So that is a super popular program as well, really uh, getting that off the ground. Um, Those visits help optimize ways to make Epic work better for the practice, um, helps the providers improve their knowledge around the advanced tools And actually also helps them identify workflows where they can gain time back and and reduce the time spent in Epic. And that's one of our goals. So that's just kind of a high level overview of the five different parts of our Epic Efficiency Program.
0: Wow, that is an extensive program that you've put together. So do providers have to participate in every part of the program in order to take advantage of it? Or can they sort of pick and choose what works best for them?
1: So I'm glad you asked that. So no, they do not have to take all parts of the program. Um, they can just do whatever works for them, whatever applies to them at the time. Um, I will have to say um, that our early signal num- numbers indicate that those providers that engage in at least three parts of the program have higher proficiency and efficiency scores than those that only do one part. So obviously, we would like to try to um, get them to do more, and, and that's what we have found is the more they start with one, then it kind of leads to other parts of the program. But each part is independent. So um, this design really kind of allows us for a well-rounded program that meets the providers where they are in their epic journey. That's great. So now that
0: you've rolled out the program, how do you find that your providers are responding? Do you have results um, that you can share with us at this point?
1: Sure. Yes, we do have some results. Um, we've kind of been on a roadshow recently, marketing the entire program, and I can tell you that you know every CMO meeting we're at, you know every provider meeting we're at, everyone is super excited about it. Um, so parts of the program like Accelerate and Empower Hour have been around a little bit longer and have a little bit more word of mouth. We started the pet visit pilots right before COVID happened, so there were a lot of starts and stops, and it's just now getting into full swing. And, you know, honestly, we're creating... more demand than we actually have resources for. So that's a good thing. Um, But despite COVID in 2021, we were able to conduct seven different clinics, which allowed us to touch about 45 providers. Um, Our Accelerate classes, happen monthly in several regions and they're always full. Um, Our providers really enjoy those. And even though sometimes it can be a challenge to get provider instructors, we've been very fortunate. Um, We were able to have about 257 providers attend in the last 12 months. So all five parts of the programs are building tractions. Our Accelerate participants increased about 43% in the last 12 months, which is saying something given the fact that it was COVID and we had to limit our class sizes and, and we even had to stop for a while. We still had a really big increase, which tells me that providers are really thirsty for this information. Our pet visits have been a huge hit. So our provider surveys come back very positive here when it comes to like, recommend this to a colleague or this was worth my time, this will save me time. We usually rank about a 4.9 on a scale of five. So um, from a provider perspective, they really love this and have given us some great feedback. As far as the signal data, we are still um, looking at patterns there. Our PEP visit results can really vary. And part of that is because the providers are all different aspects in their Epic journey. I mean, some are more proficient, some are less proficient, some are more engaged, some are less engaged. And so it's really kind of hard to see a pattern. But what I can say is that, we know that we um, that we have several providers, lots of providers actually, that we've been able to save, you know, thirty minutes a day. Like we can in orders or chart review. Um, we've seen almost everybody save time in orders. Some of same time in in basket. Um, we have a, a various providers that have eliminated time after hours, and some have reduced time significantly. I mean, some up to an hour. So it's very specific per provider, but we are seeing very uh, tangible results from this. And like I mentioned before, those that participate in more than three different parts, um, we have seen higher scores um, in their efficiency metrics. So that is... um, work we continue to work on, we're, we're one of the things that we're really looking at is over time with each parts of this program, where are we seeing the most bang for our buck, where are we seeing providers that are getting the most value. So um, we have a huge database, as you can imagine, of all this data, and uh, it's kind of in its infancy stages, but that is our goal over the time to really be able to track this um, from a whole uh, program perspective.
0: That's amazing. Those are impressive results, given the, the situation that you found yourself in during COVID, as well as, you know, the scale of the undertaking. Um, great engagement from your provider organization, uh, your provider uh, in, the, in the organization. So I imagine, you know, given the scale and scope of Epic as a tool and platform, that this is just the beginning of, of where you're going to go. Um, what do you have planned next?
1: Well, as I mentioned before, you know, it's always continuous improvement. I mean, we learn from everything that we do. And so we um, have a very uh, a mindset around that, that we constantly want to improve it. We want to grow our resources. I mean, if I told you the size of my team, you probably would fall off your chair because we basically, I just hired um, a manager to run this. But basically, I have two full-time resources that are out doing this. So between that, the manager, myself, my project manager, I mean, you know, we we uh, beg, borrow, and steal from other groups to help us. Um, it's a very small group, and so I'm really proud of what we've been able to accomplish. But as I mentioned, you know, the demand is growing. Um, we have recently been asked to be part of our medical group strategy to leverage this program and so we are going to be able to add resources that so really being able to add resources so that we can touch a lot more providers Um, we know that with increased participation we have happier providers and the ones that have have participated it seems like every call that i'm on they jump in and say you know what a great program this is and how much they have learned so um just growing the program and i will say that now we're getting some interest from our non-provider um users like Uh, nursing and MA to say, hey, we need an efficiency program for our end users. And so we hope to be able to use this as a launching point to really start uh, looking at the entire care team. Because as we know, you know, providers aren't in this alone. Um, They have care teams and those care teams work together to take care of our patients. And so our next step is to maybe develop this program beyond our providers to include our care teams. So we've got a lot of exciting things ahead. It sounds like it. So you've done an amazing job of really
0: identifying the pain points that triggered action and engagement. And now you've driven demand, right, within the organization. And it sounds like it's growing uh, beyond the original audience. So that's really exciting. I just, I'm I'm so impressed with this. This is fantastic. We hope you'll join us again on a future podcast. We're so appreciative of you joining us today. The discussion really was a great way of Um, outlining how your organization helped providers and staff adjust to new workflows and interfaces with Epic, helping them maximize their output and reduce their documentation time, which is really, you know, time out of their lives that they would like to get back. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Jerry, thank you again for spending some time with us today. We greatly appreciate your insights. Thank you for having me. Lots of fun. This is great. And to our audience, thanks for listening and join us next time for more meaningful discussion around best practices in healthcare IT.